Hey everybody, welcome back to the Hayden Alabama Podcast. I'm Philip. I'm Brad. And I'm Rebecca. This is Rebecca Hayes that is with us today. It's hard for me not to say Rebecca Long because when I taught you what quarter century ago feels like. Yep. Rebecca Long. I feel like I'll always be Rebecca Long. Yeah. So Out, outstanding young lady, very intelligent, very bright, and she's gonna talk to us today about what she does. So uh, that's our show today. I'm going to give you a little uh, breakdown of what we're going to do. So Rebecca's going to be the main event. She's going to give us some great information about her dance studio. She's going to tell us about before the journey, during the journey, and where she's now and even where she's going. And so if you're an entrepreneur, I want to encourage you. Maybe you're not a dancer, but if you're an entrepreneur, I think she's got some great things that she's going to have for you. Next, we'll talk about Brad and his last home meet uh, last week. And then the baseball team, unfortunately, had a mishap a couple of days ago. We're going to talk a little bit about that. And then we'll conclude with another round of dad jokes. So without further ado, Rebecca, spotlight's on you. Tell us all about everything. Uh, Well, like they said, my name is Rebecca Hayes, and I was born and raised here in Hayden. Uh, I graduated from Hayden High School in 2012. I was on the dance team for four years. After that, I went to Wallace State Community College and got my nursing degree. Um, and then I worked in the healthcare workforce for about eight years. Uh, and I say that I just retired, um, but last month I was able to walk away from my nursing job and pursue studio full time which is a dream come true and an answered prayer, and it's something that I'm so thankful for. Uh, but if you rewind back to about 2019, 2020, I had been in the workforce as a nurse for about five years, and I felt like God was calling me to open a studio. And that was very surprising to me because that's not something that I ever saw for myself or a dream that I ever thought I would have. Uh, but when God puts a calling on your life, he'll persistently and patiently just kind of walk with you through that. Tell it. Um, and until we, you know, make that choice to be obedient to him. And that's one of the prayers that I have over my life is that I'll always be obedient to whatever he's calling me to. And so about uh, back in 2019, 2020, I felt like he was calling me to open a studio. And I started asking all the questions of like, well, what will we be called? Where will we be? How will we serve our community? Um, all of those things that were really important to me because I didn't want to be just another studio that you can find anywhere around here. I wanted us to be set apart and to be different and to be able to serve the Lord with anything that we were doing, not just dance, but um, now we've grown into we're doing baton and color guard and pageants. And um, so all of those different things, I wanted us to be able to serve the Lord with that. And so after many months of just praying and talking to God and asking him what it was going to look like, he brought me to the verse Colossians 3.23, which says, uh, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord and not for people. And I knew that that's the verse that he was calling me to because in show business, everything is about performing for an audience um, and entertaining your audience members and you want to gain their approval and have them enjoy their show. Um, And if we're not careful, we can live our lives like that. We can have that fear and anxiety of what people think about us and if we're going to be accepted or not. And so one thing that we really try to instill in our students at Audience of One is that even though you're performing for an audience of 100 people or 1,000 people, the only person's opinion that matters is God's. And he loves us more than anything. He gave his only son uh, so that we can be forgiven and have eternal life with him in heaven. Hey Amen. You're about to so start preaching now. <laughs> we'll, so we'll take up an offering here. Yeah. And then. <laughs> hey, go ahead and uh, Ethan, get the hymnals ready. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, but that's something 
something that we encourage our students every week, and we have prayer time at the end of every class. We teach students ages three all the way through adults, um, and regardless of our age, at the end of every class, we take prayer requests and praise reports, um, and then we take a moment to pray with them. Um, so, yeah. Do you find that, that you find everything out about parents and families through prayer time and we praise do. reports? We absolutely do. <laughs> yeah, I was in children's ministry, and if you ever want to know everything that's going on with somebody's family, just ask their kids what they want to pray for, and they'll tell you everything. Yes. Well, you know, one thing I want to say before we get into some more specific questions is you do not have to be in a church to have a ministry. Right. I mean, this is a dance studio, but yet you're doing a great work in ministry through that. So I just want to thank you for that. I think that's wonderful. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. It doesn't matter where you're at or what. And like even when I was working as a nurse, you know, kind of that was my ministry. That's a ministry. called me to. Yeah. Um, and just I'm thankful that he has taken me out of that field and put me into full-time studio. But, yeah, no matter where you are or what your profession is, you can absolutely use the talents that God's given you to glorify him and to serve his people and to further his kingdom. That's right. Great Commission says, as you are going. Mm-hmm. Right? So that's good. Well, I want to go backwards. Okay. I want to go back to, so you prayed through and you worked through, you got an LLC with your company, but mm-hmm. t- tell us about when it first started, when you actually started the classes and all that. What 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 year was that? Mm-hmm. Take us back. Okay, that was August of 2021, um, and we were renting the old pharmacy building that's across from Hayden Middle School. Do you know what that used to be called a long time ago? It was a video store. Do you remember the name of it? No. It was probably before her time. Was I alive then? Video oh. Palace. No, you weren't alive, <laughs> but I mean, I didn't know if you heard about it. But that was a video store, VHSs and Nintendo games is all they had. So there's a little throwback for my old Hayden people out there, Video Palace. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So anyway, go. T- I'm sorry, uh, no, a sidetrack. Um, yeah, so we were renting that building. We were there um, for about a year. And so we started out, we just had 10 classes total. And it was ages 3 to 18, and then I had one adult tap class. Um, and we quickly outgrew that building that we were in. And so I was faced with the choice of, do we stay where we are? Um, and I had also started renting the Family Life Center across the street at the mm-hmm. Hayden United Methodist Church. We were renting their Family Life Center as extra space because we had outgrown that building. And so we had to choose, do we stay where we're at and continue paying like two rent payments and try to grow as much as we can? Or do we just go ahead and take that leap of faith and buy property and build? Wow. And so my husband and I had to, you know, we talked about it for a long time and we prayed about it. And I just felt like God was saying, like, go ahead and take the leap. He'll provide. He'll take care of it. And so we searched for property for several months. We found the perfect little piece of land up on top of Lester Dosh Road at the top of the hill. Um, so it's behind Warrior Tire if you keep going up to the top of the hill. Um, but we found a little two-acre lot and were able to build a 6,000-square-foot building up there. And God has just provided every step of the way. And it's very scary. And it sounds really big, and it is really big and scary. That's but, a good-sized building. Um, it is. Speaking of scary... Did it, were you confident when you started this or did you have some concerns just internally? You know, mm-hmm. anytime an entrepreneur thinks about starting a business, I think there's always some wrestling going on mentally. Mm-hmm. Am I prepared? Am I good enough? Did you experience any of that? Yeah, I still don't feel like I'm 100% confident. Like every day there's a new challenge and something that I'm having to learn related to the business side of things that I feel totally unequipped and not qualified for. Um, The dancing side of it, I feel pretty confident in just because that's what I've done my entire life and I can make up dances, you know, right on the spot. And I love teaching and connecting with students that way. Um, 
but no, the business side of thing is very scary. And every day it's just, I wake up and I ask God to like, help me make the decisions <laughs> I have me. to make today and help me have the knowledge and the wisdom that I need to guide this business and this ministry in the way that he wants it to go. And I think as long as I'm trying to be obedient to what he's calling me to do and how he's calling me to serve our students, then I feel like he's, he's going to take care of us and we're going to be okay. And that's awesome. But you're an encouragement. Mm-hmm. You're an encouragement. You didn't have an MBA no. or all that. And you're going to start a business. Mm-hmm. You you were confident in your calling. You went mm-hmm. for it. And yes. God's provided. Yes. Confident in the calling and confident that God would see it through. Mm. Well, I, f- I feel like you, you've got what it, it takes as far as like, uh, it's not just a, a business savvy, but you know your clientele. There, there's a market. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was going to ask you about. Over the last, Philip, you can back me up on this. Seems like there for the longest time it was boys, youth sports, like when we were growing up. Oh, yeah. Now it's girls have hit the ground running hard, like travel softball, travel volleyball, travel basketball. Yeah. It's it, it's spilled outside of the sports world, so I guess you would consider this the arts. Is that right, maybe? Yeah, dance is an art and a sport. Okay. Just because of the athletic ability. Right, it definitely No doubt. Yeah. I think it's both. Well, cheerleaders, <laughs> gymnasts, if you mm-hmm. don't consider them athletes, you don't know sports. So, but anyway, it seems like there is a, a growing market for that. Girls are getting involved in what baton, mm-hmm. dance, multiple types of dance. Yes. So, yeah. and I want to support. That, go ahead. Go ahead. What, what do you offer? Multiple types of dance, or do you focus on one type? Yes, we offer a variety. We, um, for our kids, ages three to eighteen, we offer mostly ballet, tap, and jazz. And then, as you get to be a teenager, we offer contemporary musical theater and hip hop. And then for our adult classes, we offer tap and jazz currently, but starting in August, we'll also be offering an adult ballet program. Um, And all of our adult classes are just $5 at the door. We Hmm. understand that adults are very busy. They're taking care of kids. They're taking care of elderly parents. Everybody has a life and things come up. So there's no monthly tuition commitment or requirement there. It's just if you're free on a Thursday night and you've got time to come dance, you pay $5 and come join us. If you feel like um, dancing, you got $5. They're in business. Come on in. Right. Yep. You need to incorporate so. some, some ballroom dance. Me and Philip can take our wives down there. And oh, boy. For a good That's time. in the works. So wow. You <laughs> better be careful what you ask. And, and, my, wife, and my wife is from uh, West Virginia, so could you all add some clogging? Mm-hmm. Yes. Nice. Yeah. I need to go learn how to clog. I was yeah. a, just a traditional tap dancer growing up, um, but I love clogging and would love to learn how it to do that. It is pretty cool. So. Mm-hmm. I want to give a yeah. recent word on, you mentioned dance is also a sport. Mm-hmm. In the rodeo interview that we did on Friday, he is the, Jim is one of the ex coaches at Bagley. So he was a the basketball coach. And he told me one of the greatest things that he ever did was he started teaching dance during gym and he said that improved his basketball players footwork better than anything he ever did and I thought man that's powerful yeah so maybe you got some room for some athletes looking for some better footwork yeah Yeah, ballet is supposed to be really really good for just like your footwork and your coordination and agility and all of that so yeah if there's any athletes that want to come join us you'd be happy male or female come on all right You never know, it may have that prevention tool. You know how we talked about last week about riding the bike prevents the ACL tear. Yeah. Maybe the maybe the ballet will prevent the turf toe injury in, maybe. in football. Yeah. All right, Rebecca, take a minute and tell us A to Z, everything that is offered at Audience of One. Okay. Uh, so for our dance classes, like we said, it's ages 3 to 18, ballet, tap, jazz, contemporary musical theater, hip-hop. Uh, and starting in August, we'll also have acro and tumbling classes available. 
Um, our adult program has tap, jazz, and ballet classes available, just $5 at the door. We also offer baton twirling classes on Saturday with Miss Jessica Patterson, who's actually a former University of Alabama Crimsonette, and she is extremely talented and just very, very sweet. So we started her classes back in March, but they will also continue um, with us next year. They're going to be on a weeknight. So if you're interested in baton twirling, we'll have that available as well. Um, and then in January, February of each year, we offer pre-trial clinics for dance team and color guard. So if you're in mm. interested in trying out for your high school's dance team or color guard, um, and then now with the baton majorettes, basically we're going to have everything you need if you need to come see us before tryouts. We can help you get prepared. Um, and then also just a little backstory on me. I competed in the Miss Alabama organization for two years when I was in college, and that's how I paid for nursing school. Um, with wow. the scholarships that I received from the Miss Alabama organization. Wow. Uh, but with that background and that experience, we also offer pageant preparation services um, like your walk, your interview, um, fitness routine, swimsuit walk, all that stuff. Um, we can help you with that as well. So, yeah, we do a lot of different things, um, but that's kind of what I felt like God was calling us to do. And with our verse, Colossians 3.23, it says, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart. And so it's not just a dance studio. We have something for everyone. So if you're interested, you can check us out on Facebook or Instagram. It's just Audience of One. And then you can also check out our website, www.audienceofonellc.com. That's a lot. It is a lot. <laughs> I mean, you you have to be passionate to offer that many mm -hmm. things. and. That's special. Yeah. And I have a really great team behind me, like Jessica with the baton, and then Venetia Marshall helps me out with Color Guard. Oh, Venetia. Remember yes, Venetia? Yes. Sweet girl. Mm -hmm. And then um, just all of my teachers at the studio are just really, really great people. They love their kids. They love connecting with their students. Great dancers, great teachers. So it's not possible without all of them. So. You know, I was going to say that you're just a great natural speaker, but I can't say that anymore. It's from Miss Alabama. It's from the, I, I mean, you are well-spoken. I just want to say that. And there, when you said that, I said, there it is. That's where you've gotten that experience. You, you're, I mean, you talk a lot better than Brad and I do. Absolutely. Yeah. If I'm not talking about people that have been dead for a thousand years, I stumble. So, <laughs> so you're, you've got us whipped today. So doing, doing great. One, I want to say one thing else. Uh, the names that she mentioned, I think that's great. You know, the, the focus of this whole thing is just kind of small town. Mm -hmm. uh, communicate and, and, and talk to the people about what's going on in the small town. You can't get any more small town than people going off and getting a training, learning how to do something, and then come back and using that as a ministry in their town. Mm -hmm. So all the yep. people that she's named, uh, most of them are Hayden graduates, and they're coming back to, mm -hmm. to share with the young people. So that's awesome. Well, you have some very exciting and, and a little bit of a – long list of things that are occurring soon yes walk us through those one by one yeah absolutely um so the first thing that i want to mention is audience of one second annual recital um, this is what our kids work towards the entire year and so we've been preparing routines and production numbers but our second annual recital is going to be june the third it's on saturday um, at coleman high school and you have two opportunities to see our show this year we'll be having a two o'clock and a six o'clock show the shows are identical in the routines that will be performed. They'll just feature different students. Um, and odds are, with us being a small town and growing as much as we have, we probably have a student that you know of or that's in your family. Um, so we would love for you to come out and support them um, at their recital. So, again, that's Saturday, June 3rd at Coleman High School, 2 o'clock or 6 o'clock. Um, tickets are $10, and you can purchase them at the door. Um, after our recital on June the 3rd, we're also starting a summer semester. Um, last year we just did summer camps and it was a great experience, but we found that a lot of people take vacations during the summer and so a lot of times it's easier if it's a six-week summer semester and then they just come to class when they're not on vacation. 
Um, and so our summer semester, we're offering classes for kids ages 6 through 18 um, and totally different styles. Um, I'll have that flyer that we can post, but it's yeah. like tap, jazz, ballet, contemporary, musical theater, hip-hop, um, just a little bit of everything. Yeah, we'll have, while you're saying that, we'll have all the links to these events in the description. Yes. Especially on, on YouTube. Just look in the description. You'll yes. be able to find all these links. Awesome. Uh, but, yeah, so our summer semester will run from June 5th through July 21st. We will be closed the week of July 4th. Um, but that's just a little six-week semester. So if you're interested in giving us a try and seeing what we're about and seeing how we're structured, that's a great opportunity to just kind of commit to just a short little six-week semester without committing to a whole year. Um, and then the week of June 19th through June 23rd, we're going to have our uh, preschool camp, and that's for our kiddos that are ages 3 to 5. This year our theme is Jungle Dance Camp. So they come from 9 to 12 each day, Monday through Friday, and they learn a ballet dance and a tap dance. We have a special craft time where we'll make some sort of jungle animal wow. craft and then have a little snack as well. And at the end of the week, we have a family showcase where parents can come and see what their preschool kids have learned during the week. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's open to kids three to five. Uh, and especially if you have a first time dancer that you're thinking about getting her enrolled in dance, but you're not sure how she'll like it or if she'll separate from mom. Okay. Um, that's a great opportunity to do that. It's just a three hours a day, uh, camp Monday through Friday that one week. Um, and then after our summer semester, we're offering registration for our next season, which is the 2023 to 2024 season. Um, and I'm very excited to say that this year we offered a total of 17 classes, and our tentative schedule for next year offers 37. So we are you grew by 20 <laughs> classes. Yes. Oh my goodness. So we're goodness. bringing on more staff um, just wow. because there's been so much interest in so many different styles of dance and our classes are filling up. And so we're bringing on more staff, and I'm ecstatic that we're going to be able to offer more of those classes and we're bringing in a new ballet teacher um we're bringing in acro tumble so well, good for you i volunteer philip he, he's a he <laughs> can teach some kids how to dance yeah yeah so he can teach them high knees karaoke butt kicks leg swings a skips if you if you, you have a segment of what not to do I'll be there. We can arrange yeah. that. Yeah. We'll it, that it, like the worst examples. And Philip's here to show us those. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what I could do. Uh, but registration for next year will be happening at the end of July, beginning of August. So there it is. So end of July, got 37 classes available. Yeah. We have something for everybody. So come join. So, and you have also a very, a special, a special event yes. coming up too. Yes, we do. Um, and as many of you know, Marin Fikes is a 14 year old in our community that was recently diagnosed with cancer. And a woman from her church reached out to me a couple of months ago, shortly after her diagnosis, and asked if I would help organize a fundraiser uh, for Marin to raise money for her that would go to her family to help with the cost of her treatment. And so we have put together a talent showcase that's going to be happening next Sunday, April 30th at Wallace State Community College in Hansville. It's going to be at the Betty Lee Payne Theater. I believe it's in the middle of campus. It's kind of like their student center. Uh, but we have all kinds of talents coming to perform. We have vocalists pianists, dancers, acro tumble, we have a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the performers are from the Hayden community. Uh, we have a couple coming from different places. UAB Blazerettes are going to be there. Um, and then like the Hayden Dance Line will be there. Audience of One's bringing a couple of groups to perform as well. Oh, that's special. Um, and then we've got several local title holders in the Miss Alabama organization and the Miss Alabama teen organization that are going to come and dance and sing and play the piano. So um, we hope that you'll make time to come out next 
Sunday, April 30th. Tickets are $10 at the door. We do ask that it be cash only for the tickets, but once you're inside the lobby, there will be t-shirts and bracelets and other types of fundraising items for sale. And I believe we'll have um, like Venmo digital options where you can pay digitally as well once you're inside. And what time will they kick off next Sunday? Um, the show starts at 3 and doors will open at 2. Okay. And we'll also put in the show notes below the Venmo. If Let's say you really want to give to this cause. It's one of cause we love you, Mary, and love your family. Uh, we're going to put that in the show notes. So if, you're, if you can't attend and you want to give, you'll still be able to do that. So you can check it out there too. Yeah. All right. We've talked about a lot of exciting things. We're excited for you. Tell us about the future. Uh, any vision? Final thoughts? Yes. Well, we're very excited. Hopefully, Audience M1 is going to continue to grow. We're faithfully expectant of all that God's going to do with our studio. Um, And we have a lot of exciting things coming down the pipeline. So we hope that you will follow us on Facebook and Instagram, just at Audience of One, and also just follow along on our website. Um, And we'll just keep everything updated there as we continue to grow and offer more services and more classes. Well, that's awesome. We'll put those, put all those links in the description below. So we want to say thank you, but you can't leave. Okay. You've <laughs> got to stay with us for the rest of the show. So we're going to transition now. Brad, final home track meet last week. Take it away. All right. So we had a, a non-traditional track meet. It was the, the Hayden Relays. So what this is is basically all the field events, all the throws, javelin, shot put, discus, long jump, high jump, and then five running events. It's your traditional relays, four by one, four by four, four by eight. But then we added in a, a distance medley uh, and a sprint medley. And the fun part was the way that we ended. That was on the Clydesdale four by one. Mm-hmm. So we took all the big boys. Get it. The the horses. Yeah. So when I called them out, they were, they were all excited. They were ready to run. Uh, I said, all right, boys, trough's full. Time to go eat. <laughs> and they, they were loving it. So you and motivated them. I like it. J.O. Johnson, they were here. They Their Clydesdales ended up winning it. They had some large individuals, and they were not supposed to be that fast or athletic. Oh, yeah. But they were. So yeah. I, uh, it was a good day for Hayden, though. Boys and girls both won the meet. That's so, awesome. So you got yeah. the win in the end. That's right. And that's brand new breaking news, right? It is. It is. We hadn't even posted it yet. I just finished scoring it earlier, so. That's uh, awesome. We'll get that posted. It'll be on alabamarunners.com. If you want to go and look at the uh, the results, just click on the calendar. Click on 421 at Hayden. Uh, and that completed our fifth track meet this year. That concluded the season. Yes. My head is slowly getting above <laughs> water. I can breathe. But it was a great year. We had a, a ton of great help. Uh, parents, kids, uh, people from the community. Um, this was really good this year for the, the track and field program. It was good to have things back at Hayden High School. That's awesome. Any, besides the Clydesdales, any any highlights you want to talk about? Any kids that really kind of stood out? Well, we had our usual dominant people. You had Mallory Dial. She she won the uh, the jumps. Uh, Ashton Hicks, he slung the javelin another acre. Um, nice. Our, our, our kids, they just, they worked well together. Uh, it was, everybody got to compete one more time. 7th through 12th grade, so it was it was good for everybody. So it was a good way to end the season. But Major didn't end the season well. No. Uh, Major had a little mishap. Yeah, they decided to play hostage or something in the concession stand. They decided to duct tape his legs. Now, for, for somebody that may be just joining the show, let's go back. Let's rewind. Just re- So Major is Brad's youngest son. Yes. 
and he's eight. And he, he's probably more known in this community than I am. Everybody loves Major. Like so, he yeah. They Case helped him. Uh, Your middle son. That. Yes, Case. My my middle son helped uh, duct tape his uh, legs, <laughs> his hands, and his mouth shut. And somehow I don't know how, but he decided to fall in the concrete, and oh. the back of his head looked like it had a shot put land on it. But it was large and in charge. Yeah. One more little thump of of force, and that thing would have split open. But thank God he's good to go. Passed all concussion protocol. <laughs> <laughs> and he's good to go. The non-competing athlete. That's right. Thank God for injury. that thick skull. So I'm so surprised you didn't end up at Children's. I mean, I really don't know how it, how it happened. Yeah. There again, thank God for that thick skull. That's so. right. So anything else that that cover us on the track? That's it. We're headed off to section uh, this weekend at Lincoln High School. It's going to be a Friday and Saturday track meet. From there, that's where we'll qualify. And the ones that qualify will go to the state championship track meet the first weekend in may down at gulf shores so beautiful gulf that. shores alabama that's right i've been wanting to go i love going to the beach what about you rebecca yes yeah. definitely a beach person we have a trip planned this summer nice. good for you it's a good place to go work for four days but we have also have some not so good news for our hayden high school athletes mm. the baseball debacle the ba- yes you want to describe it well you may know more about it than I do. I got the, the rundown this morning. Uh, but first and foremost, just want to congratulate the boys and Coach Drake. Yes, good Coach job, Spiegel, man. Coach McGoy, great season. Uh, very honorable to make it to postseason. Uh, not all of our teams are, are fortunate enough to compete in the postseason. That's always the goal. So no one can take that away from you, no matter what was ripped away from you. But, um, yeah, it, it, they lost the first game. Second game went into a weather delay. Had pretty bad lightning Friday night. So it's Friday. Night. Yeah, Friday mm-hmm. night. And they were supposed to come back and finish the next day at 1 o'clock. Well, sometime uh, in the in the waiting time, uh, the news broke that, hey, we're not going to finish the game. We're just going to go ahead and count that as a loss. And, and Sardis will be moving on to round two. Heartbreaking moment for the boys and the coaches, I'm sure. Uh, the heart goes out to those guys, especially the seniors. It's yeah. not easy for anybody, but those guys that were wanting to experience, like one of the moms described in her post about all the last that were denied to them, the last right. at bat, the last That's moment right. of camaraderie on the field, uh, the last goodbye to their coaches, just breaks your heart for the kids. They didn't have the closure. That's right. So let's say they wouldn't have got the win. That's not the most important thing. Right. The is just that final, those final moments, like you talk about. I mean, I'm not going to reiterate what you just said. It was perfect. But yeah, so our heart goes out to you guys. We're proud of you. We hate that for you. But, you know, I guess that's the way the cookie crumbles. That's right. Keep your heads up and keep working hard, and you will do well in life. So, all right, now it's time for the dad joke section, round two. We added one. So we're going three wide on the dad joke portion. Just to remind everybody from last week, the object is to not smile or laugh. Brad? Are you ready to start us off? A pony went into a pharmacy. The pharmacist said, can I help you? The pony said, yes. I'm a little horse. Oh, Rebecca Caves. Rebecca Caves. I once wrote a song about a tortilla, but it's more of a rap. Did you know your pupils are the last thing to stop working when you die? They dilate. What's a pirate's favorite restaurant? Arby's. Nice. <laughs> Wait, does that kind of do I lose because I laughed at the thing? My dream job is to clean mirrors. 
I can really see myself doing that. What did one plate say to another plate? Tonight, dinner's on me. Why can't you hear a pterodactyl go to the bathroom? Because the pee is silent. Two guys walked into a bar. The third guy ducked. What do you call a bear with no teeth? A gummy bear. <laughs> what do you call a pile of cats? A meowton. 6.30 is my favorite time of day, hands down. What invention allows us to see through walls? A window. What did the horse say after it tripped? I've fallen and I can't giddy up. I used to be able to play the piano by ear, but now I have to use my hands. <laughs> Knockout punch. That was a good one. Why did the cowboy adopt a wiener dog? Why? He wanted to get a long little doggy. (laughs) (laughs) Knock, knock. Who's there? Joe Biden. Joe Biden. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't they play poker in Africa? Why? Too many cheetahs. If you see a crime at an Apple store, are you an eyewitness? Where do pirates get their hooks? Secondhand stores. I just broke up with my mathematician girlfriend. She was obsessed with her ex. What's Forrest Gump's password? Jim? One Forrest, one. <laughs> that was good. Well, that's it here at the Hayden Alabama Podcast. Rebecca, thank you. Thank you for joining us today. You brought a lot of great information. And we're proud of you guys. Haydenites, Mm -hmm. not only making it work here in Hayden, but going above and beyond and then having a greater purpose behind it. I know I'm proud of you. Absolutely. Not just for the, what she's doing in the community, but for the kingdom. So super proud of you. All right, and don't forget, this is Rodeo Week, and if you want to know anything about the rodeo, we recorded an interview on last Friday. It's out there, YouTube, check it out. It's everything you need to know if you want to attend the rodeo this week. You can find it there on our channel on YouTube. It's also on the podcast. So that's it for us. We've got a link, a lot of links that will be part of this show. We'll get all those down there, and uh, we thank you guys. We love our fans out there, our audience of three four that's out there we got two ceiling fans and then the budget has allowed for one box fan so that's right well good deal until next time i'm philip i'm brad and i'm rebecca this is the hayden album podcast see ya see ya